all we do is crush a lot. Welcome back, Crush A Lot Podcast. I'm your boy, Cheese, and as always, my right-hand man, just coming back from signing his exclusive deal with uh, with Brazer. Uh, how are you, Sir Love Day? I am great. I am great. I'm still not ex- disclosing the dollar amount, but that might be in the paper soon enough. Um, and how are you, sir? I, I am good. I'm excited because after uh, take three of trying to get our special guests on, we finally managed to do it all the way from... Uh, sunny Philadelphia, our special guest, Sunny. Sunny, how are you? Happy Sunday, fun day. I'm fantastic. Man, it's so <laughs> good to hear from you. Um, we've been, we had this ready to go for a few weeks because we're going to talk about our one of our favorite MCs, female MCs, as we celebrate Ladies First, our Ladies First series up and running. Um, MC Light, uh, one of the true legends yes. in in the game, um, and we needed to bring an enthusiast, a scholar of hip hop. And, you know, we really mm-hmm. go out there and look at people who are just talking about it. We don't look for like popular radio hosts or whatever. We, we go for the, the common folk who, who really do enjoy hip hop and have a passion for it. And that's what led you here. Right. So how, how were you introduced to like, to hip hop? And because you really have a particular sound that you like. Um, you, it, yeah. it's not very like mainstream hip hop. How what led you to hip hop? Where are you right now? What are you listening to? Um, I think the first time I ever like realized or heard or remembered hearing hip hop for the first time, I think it was Stetsasonic, Sally. I was like five. Mm. I was at a, yeah. a a block party when I was a kid, and I remember hearing it. And I was like, "This is dope." <laughs> it makes my body do, do things. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. What are some of the things that you're listening to uh, right now? Well, I'm kind of. Excuse me, that's my dog barking. I'm trying to get him to. Dog, dog, the dogs are welcome on the show. Right. right. Come here, sit down. But anyway, who I'm listening to right now, I can't get enough of like. Just, just the resurgence of like that, that Grime Street, New mm-hmm. York, East Coast sound. You know, Rock Marciano, of course, uh, West Side Gun, Conway, that whole movement. The Griselda it's a, it's a whole, It's a lot of music out there. It's just a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, there seems to be a shift. I wouldn't say a shift, but I, me and Sir Love Day and our show really try to celebrate hip hop yeah. for people who listen to this show. Like, these are the people you should listen to uh, and study them because we want the new school to be here for many years to come. And we want you to, and we want to talk about you. It's your time. We acknowledge that, but we also understand there's like a little bit of like disconnect between old school cats like us and new school. But there is yeah. a mm-hmm. shift in the last couple of years of people like Conway, West Side Gun, Benny the Butcher, Crime Apple, um, Daniel right. Sun, uh, Rock Marciano, a bunch of new people, even in production with Derringer and Big Ghost and Gallo Point, there's a big movement too. So when people say, hey, trap and mumbles like there is there's a little bit of everything for everyone at this yeah, hip hop has always been like that yeah Absolutely. I, I would agree and, yep. and, and, and so it's an it's, it's an exciting time and we're excited because the Crush A Lot podcast is working on our own ventures in the in, yes. in the field and you know some of those people that we just <laughs> mentioned will be on that compilation um so and i won't yeah. say more than that you know that that's just a teaser whatever i just said right there gives you an idea of what's coming <laughs> it might kill my budget i might have to miss rent but it, it, it's gonna happen um so that's great but mm-hmm. we're here to really ce- celebrate ladies first um yes celebrate all the wonderful pillars of our of the genre that that made this great but also to acknowledge that it's, it's very difficult to be a female mc in the game without really compromising yourself too much and that's we will talk about it i think that's important to talk about in terms of mm-hmm. why these ladies are special but we're here to really talk about mc light and i'm gonna pass it yes. to my main man sir love they sir love they i know you have a, a, a real, real respect for MC Light. Speak on it to Absolutely. the people checking out the show who don't know who MC Light is. 
Well, I mean, the first thing that people need to understand about MC Light is when we're honoring MC Light, we're not honoring MC Light because she's good for a woman. We're not honoring MC Light because her accomplishments were great because she was a woman. Uh, There isn't any disclaimer put on her feats. Her feats are phenomenal. Her songs are incredible. Her rhymes are unbelievable. And they've been that way since she's arrived on the scene. Uh, So when we talk about the, the greatness and the adoration for MC Light, we're not talking about somebody who we couldn't compare to the contemporaries of her time. No, we're talking right. about somebody who was right there with everyone else who was rhyming. And it right. wasn't comparing her to other <laughs> females. It was comparing her to every rapper that existed. And that is the sort of high mark that unfortunately hasn't been met by very many female rappers since then. Is that absolutely uh, true? Yeah, she's one of those standard bearers who really set the mark for how it should be done. Uh, when I talk about Light, we're not just talking about her because uh, she's the first uh, solo female artist to get nominated for a Grammy. Uh, we're not just talking about her because she's the first or, or one of the first female rappers to have such critically acclaimed and beloved albums. We're talking about her because just straight up, minus anything else you want to look at, you just pull out the music. You listen to the music, you listen to those rhymes. It's in the pudding. You know that you're listening to the <laughs> It's in there. This is one of the greatest MCs in history, uh, without a doubt. Uh, she had a, a slew of albums. Um, I can tell you straight off the back that for me, you're going to get a lot of stuff from Light as a Rock. You're going to get a lot of yep. stuff from, from, from Eyes on This, from Act Like You Know. Uh, that's a lot of where, for me, the love for MC Light grew. Um, because that's the time that I'm, I was getting into hip hop. You know, that's the, the hip hop that I was really getting into. And that stuff has such a personal place for me because not only was it super dope records, it's super incredible rhymes. These are, these are rhymes that are breaking barriers as far as how rhymes are done, not how rhymes are done for a woman. I'm talking right. about how you rap, period. The way she told stories. You know, we had storytelling rhymes before, but the depth of the stories, the way that these stories were woven together, uh, the way that she would diss somebody was <laughs> so different from how anybody else was dissing. You know, you could hear some other guy would just come out and be like, "Ah, oh, you whack or you corny. And Light took it to a different place. Uh, and that's a part of what's going to be so great about revisiting and what's been great about going back and listening to some of those records again um, and why we really encourage anybody who you like rap. You don't got to, you don't got to be liking female rap. You don't got to like a specific type of rap. If you like rap and you really want to understand and you really want to appreciate what it's about and where it's from and really know uh, how it's grown and you want to see where it comes from, this is somebody you really need to check out. If you don't know light, then you definitely don't know your hip hop. Yeah, yeah, straight up. Sunny, what was your, well, what's your impression of MC Light? Light with a L Y T E for the uninitiated. That's right. Light. Yeah. What's Light your thoughts? A... <laughs> <laughs> I already know. It's, it's it's just something. It's just woven in the fabric of my life. You know what I mean? Like, hmm? just I can't even explain it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> y'all, y'all know. But like yeah. hearing that, that that paper thin for the first time, what? Boy, incredible. Yeah, yeah. MC Light. Even, even the producer, when it was considered, this is like I'm like '98, and these albums came out in '88, '89, '91. Mm-hmm. They're considered old school. So when I was a teenager, yeah. I did my homework and listened back. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I was a little pup when I listened to it. I didn't really understand right. the, the lyrics at the time. But mm-hmm. you gravitate towards it because it sounds dope. So right. as I got older and got into more into hip-hop culture, I, I went back and listened to all her albums. I'm like, yo, like, it it, it motivated me to write. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, she writes insane. Like, I need all it. <laughs> so it was a big, you know, left a big imprint on me. Yeah, and she, for me, MC Light had something special with <laughs> with her voice. 
she had a very unique voice. Oh, yeah. And it's very different. Can you can't compare it. And, she was a small lady. <laughs> yeah, she was like this young. And, and like, you, you, when you saw her and then you saw the voice, it didn't match up. Um, but she was, her voice was very special. It was this like low growl, husky <laughs> voice. And mm -hmm. it was a special voice. There's like some real sp special voices in hip hop. Biggie exactly. had a special voice. I know Craig Mack had a special voice. And um, right. MC Light is there with special voices in terms of like, you can't, you, you can't duplicate that sound. A lot of the it's, things... It's sound like each other but like she has a distinct voice you can't sound yep. like her there's no, no comparison that's, that's exactly and she knew how to use that voice and flex that vocal muscle to project different sounds and and, and really emphasize different points in a lot of ways in a, that's what's missing in a lot of of, of hip-hop period is how do you use your voice to create range and depth of emotion and exactly. when MC Light wanted to intimidate you, you were intimidated. Not only with what she was saying, but how she said it and the intensity of her voice and how she used it. And for me, that was always something I, I was stricken by when I listened to her. I didn't catch on to what she was saying. And I didn't actually relate to a lot of what she was saying because her audience was, was, she was really coming from a female perspective, which obviously I am not. Right. So I couldn't, there was a lot of things I couldn't relate, but in terms of musically, it was so fresh, so dope. And I agree with everything, what you said, Sir Love Day. It was like, she was for always for me was someone who was able to hang with anybody. She was always one of the best MCs out there. And I think that she needs to be talked about more. I think people, yep. it's easy to talk about Lauren Hill. It's easy to talk about mm -hmm. if you want to say Nikki, fine. But we we can't forget people like MC Light who really was in there in the height of the '90s boom bat when, yep. when when '90s boom bat took off, and she's over here fighting for her independence, fighting to put the music she wants out there, not trying to objectify herself the way the label wanted to. And you could tell in the way her albums were released and the way they try to control her music, and that's open knowledge. Um, how they really try mm -hmm. to control her, have her be something she's not. And she fought back yeah. and released music that was closer to who she was. And I appreciate that. And, and it's something to be yeah. said that, yeah, I'm not going to let you do that. I'm going to really... She stand straight, my ground. She, yeah, stand my ground. She's straight, straight street. And she's like, no, that's who I am. That's how That's how I'm going to give yeah. it. And I appreciate that from her. So I needed, we needed to talk about Salute. But let's go right into it. Our top five MC-like um, songs. We're going to start with Sir Love Day, then we'll go to Sunny, then I'll wrap it up, and we'll do it that way. So we'll do one at a time. If you're new to the show, thank you for checking out the show. Make sure you subscribe, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, all that good stuff. Follow us on Crush It Out Podcast. Everything. On, on everything. Follow me on Crush, Crush It Out Podcast Cheese on uh, Twitter, where I uh, frequently get into fights with people over their opinions because <laughs> their opinions are irrelevant and mine is absolute um, in case you haven't noticed <laughs> uh, Sir Love Day everywhere and you can follow uh, Sunny over on Instagram on Auntie uh, the under, Monk underscore or underscore Monk oh there you go the wine monk guy un underscore so let's yeah, go underscore. you got it uh, and shout out to the dog in the background get us a lot of street cred um, here we go uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sir Love Day exclusive to Brazer uh, what do you got your number five <laughs> alright so for me number five uh, this is I gotta say first off it's a very very tough list um, very very right. tough list um, not just because of the quality of the songs um, but also because, uh, like Sunny mentioned, it's very much just wrapped up in, you know, my life. So it was, this was like my childhood. Um, so it's hard to be like, oh, yeah, <laughs> this song that I loved when I was seven is better than the song that I loved when I was eight. <laughs> or, you know, <laughs> which one is better is really tough to do. Um, so there's really only maybe two or three songs in here that I'll say are like songs I put above the others and the rest are all kind of equal but I just had to pick something to highlight so I'm starting it off uh, with not a song that was you know 
it's not actually one of the introductions, but it's a great introduction style song. Uh, I am the light uh, off of okay. I saw this uh, back in 89. Um, to me, what makes it stand out so much, uh, besides just the, the, the cranking beat, um, very, very 80s, but it's the, the way she put together some of her rhymes on this. You, the, the, the wordplay that she was using, the imagery uh, that she was using to kind of talk about her rhymes. You know, this is a time in MCN where people are, are doing a lot of stuff and experiments. And, you know, you got Kane is out there around this time. You got Rakim out around this time. You got KRS around this time. And cats are doing all sorts of uh, plays on words. They're putting inside rhymes. That there's rhymes in between in the middle of the bar and not just at the end of the bar. Uh, guys like Kane who are doing a bunch of different rhyming words right next to each other. <laughs> and Light is doing stuff like saying the beat is fat and the rhyme is thick. <laughs> and, and I'm sitting here as a kid like, wait, what? <laughs> the beat is what? The rhyme is thick. How is the... How's the rhyme thick? <laughs> like this, this sort of wordplay where she's she's killing you throughout the course of the song with this just display of I'm going to make you look at what I'm doing differently uh, is what she's doing throughout the whole record. Uh, whether it's using words that you don't hear or that you didn't hear other rappers using at a time, like there's a line in here where she rhymes rhinoceros with preposterous uh, <laughs> that this is 1989. <laughs> like this is, this is mind blowing for rappers to do this. Like rappers were still rhyming at the end of their rhymes, just one syllable. It was cat and hat. It was bar and far. Right. It was... <laughs> here she goes. Let me step. She stepped it up. Yeah. Taking it to that next level that that just wasn't being done, and man, that was such a big, big moment for me. And just it's mind blowing. It makes you really appreciate the vastness of MC, and that's why I wanted to put that on there because this is one of those records that I remember being like, "Yo, whoever this is, <laughs> is dope." Because I didn't know who it was at the time. Um, I just had I just listened to the record. Uh, I didn't, you know, really see the, the album cover or whatever. You know, I wasn't picking records. I was at my brother's friend's house, um, our boy Shelton, aka DJ Snot. He's playing records, and he happens to play this, and all you hear is like, "This is dope. This is great. I don't know who this is, but this is incredible, and I need to hear more of it." Uh, and what a glorious punch to the head of, you know, the little uh, uh, sexist minds that develop in us as little boys when you find out oh no that was the girl yeah <laughs> forget, all <of> that. <laughs> forget all of that throw like a girl run like a girl stuff like nah nah yeah that that, that girl right there will we'll, we'll give it to you <laughs> will make you feel bad um, she's very very good so that's, that's, that's excellent pick sir Love definitely it. my number five excellent pick sonny what you got number five um do i want to go five to one or just straight through like one to five <laughs> this is your list. You do it the way you want to do it. So I'm I'm gonna go my number five and work my way to one. All right, there so we go. I gotta go in the with my my chrony, my chronology. <laughs> so yeah. I gotta work from like I'm working from like the my freshman year of high school in '96. Oh, I think okay. we're getting the bio up. of Sunny right here. This is the timeline of her life. So pay attention, folks. All you creepers <laughs> out the there on her Instagram. My life. All the creepers <laughs> on her Instagram. Here you go. Before you before you slide in the DM, get your record straight. Check out the podcast and get the timeline. There you go. Sunny number five. <laughs> <I don't>. <laughs> <laughs> the Joe on with uh, featuring Escape. Yeah. Oh was, yeah. That was yeah. the time of my life. The '96 mm-hmm. album, you know what I mean? Fire. Yeah. Yep. What is it about that song that really got you? It is about one. But mm. it's, it's just I was in a fun place. I was like in going from the eighth to the ninth grade, chilling with yeah. all my friends. That, that that song was popping back then. Oh yeah. So that took me back to that place. And, it was like you know, a time stamp. Doing all her thing. 
was a time stamp yeah. in your life at that time. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. So that's that. Uh, uh, when that song comes yeah. on, or you, or you think about MC Light and that song comes on, what, is it, does it always take you back to that those those memories? Absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's always interesting. The clothes, the kids. I went to school with the crushes, the bullies, everything. It was just, you know, nostalgic. <laughs> um, <laughs> if people who haven't listened to MC Light, uh, you may have, you probably listen to any type of music that you could timestamp for your youth. And those usually are the records that people always go back and say those are the good old days. But these are our good old days. But we also have to acknowledge that hip hop has evolved a lot. So, mm-hmm. and, and cadences and double entendres and beats and everything's a lot more sophisticated because it's yeah. always, you always got to be better. Now, we can argue music now is not so... It's always evolving though. Yeah. It, maybe right. now it, it got so complex in the 90s that it, it needed to come down a little bit. I can hear that argument mm-hmm. though I disagree. Um, so, if you're going back to MC Light, you might think like, well, there's nothing fancy here. Back then, it was... Pretty revolutionary stuff. So we still want you to go yeah. back. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go right into my number five. Cause my number five is 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 a little. I'm a little conflicted because in one mm. way it goes against some of my sensibilities. Okay. In other ways, I Rough have neck. no, 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 no. That's a good guess though. Um, and another way, it's 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 one of the songs that when I hear it in house parties or things like that, it always makes you move. And it's a uh, Cold Rock, uh, a party, the the Bad Boy remix version. Um, with oh, Puffy! <laughs> yeah. Now, usually I'm a little anti-Puffy, but I can't. No one can deny the Bad Boy movement. And if you had a remix from from Puff, that's a pretty big deal back then. And this is like her very big mainstream song that broke. That broke. I mean, she was popular. She was there. She was right. on the radio. But this is the one that really exposed her to a bigger audience. Right. I probably made her the most money, to be honest. Um, but it's the one I needed to put on because there's something about that song and, and songs of that ilk that just live eternally in certain places. You could put it on in a club. You could put it on in a house party. You could put it on in a barbecue. You could just put it on and it automatically, it, it gets you. It's infectious. It, the, yeah, the, it's not too impressive. It's not too, yeah. you know, weak. It's... Right. You can listen to anybody, but most of it, she just, (laughs) but she didn't compromise her. She was still MC light, you know, you know, and she was like, I rock the party. Now she does rock the party. She, she rocks it in her way. It's not like what she's not known to be like a party going type music. She's definitely more street level MC, but it, it, it was refreshing to hear her come out her pocket and be like, no, she could do this too. If she wanted to. Um, and mm. it was always interesting to mm-hmm. that song in 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 her in the in the discography because it just stood out as like what were you doing? Um, because it's so different, and she was so against trying to really sell herself a certain way. But I think it, it came off really well. It's just a good party track with very easy to get into groove and and MC Light with that really really uh, majestic voice just killed it on that song so I, it would be re- I would not do myself a service if I didn't put it somewhere on my list but I put it number five right. on, and I think I think people I think if anyone's gonna get it into MC Light or be curious about MC Light I would say this is the gateway song to start with first um, because I do think it's accessible so uh, Cold Rock A Party <laughs> Bad Boy Remix featuring uh, Total let's go right into number four Sir Love Day what do you got? Well, that's uh, those are some good picks. Those definitely were on my list, and I've been fighting back and forth between uh, fitting those two records, Finney's last two on there. Um, and so I decided I had to go all the way back and go back to the first one that kind of dropped my jaw and made me go, holy crap, this is incredible. This is just the best MC. This is this is scary. Um, and I was 10% this. Um, yep. When I heard 10% this, you know, it was this is very early and the only other sort of battle rap uh or diss rap that I was even familiar with was just KRS and Shan. You know, there wasn't a whole lot out there. 
there was a little bit from OLL, Moji, but it wasn't like in the forefront. Forefront. Here's somebody throwing shots and stabbing at somebody else, and you hear ten percent this, and you're like, wait a minute. Ooh, this is just um, oof. This is disrespectful. This is uh, this is mean. <laughs> this is really mean. Um, and it was, and it's coming from at a time where you know, you liked light, <laughs> like you liked light, and you kind of had this idea of, you know, we we have this idea where we present people and we see people, you know, same thing that we sort of did with uh, Barack where we were like before he even got a chance to run we had already said well you know what he better not do he better not go out there and do this that and the other and if he does this that or the other then he ain't gonna win uh well you know he's not gonna win because they're not gonna let him do this they're not gonna let no black man get away with this or that and you you kind of had that sort of idea with uh particularly with rappers back in the day they were female rapper was oh well she can get away with this she can get away with that but she better not do this or she better not try that or something's gonna happen and this is one of those things that female rappers weren't supposed to do (laughs) was throw shots or diss or talk particularly tough about anybody else and here it was just mean and aggressive (laughs) (laughs) and no no delicate nature to it no nothing none of that um you would have had somebody was trying to be like rock him yeah yeah <laughs> like it's it's you know i i just like honestly it really kind of just messed my mind up like what what just happened here how was this happening and from the the straight oh you a beat taker you're a biter you're a sucker uh, you just a little punk, like every little just stab, 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 all the way through. Like there's no breaks in the record. There's no like five seconds off for me to just talk about. No, nope. This is pure unadulterated disrespect. And <laughs> man, I love it. I it was, love it. It was glorious. <laughs> I yeah uh, I I gotta say I I love it because it's just another one of those reminders uh, that when you talk about light, you 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 do have to recognize, you know what I mean that she's she's fully a woman and there's no denying that part, you know what I mean. But you also have to fully recognize, and when you're talking about a, a music, you're talking about a full MC, not a partial MC, not oh they can only do this part of thing or she's only got this part of this. No, this is a full fledged MC that has all of the MC tools that is that are in the belt of any of the greats, be it storytelling, be it wordplay, uh punchlines, be it any aspect of MC and she has and she's put it on display. Uh and this moment was a great uh wake up call to that fact and I loved it. And that's why it's my my number four. Great, great, great pick. And it's also one of those things where she really was stepping, probably in her mind, this is all assumption, but the way I read into it is, was like, you don't expect me to do this because I am a woman MC. I'm a female MC. Absolutely. But I'm an MC. And by that, those unofficial rules and laws, I must do this. And so there was what you pegged her to be. And this has always been like the struggle with her career. It's like what people wanted her to be and what she wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And that's right. one of those examples where she was like, no, I'm an MC. I'm going to go after you. Come and come test. It. And I think it caught people off guard. Um, and I think that's why it, it works so well because she was like, I'm an MC and I'm going to hit you. Let's go. But no one was going to go back at her because it was easy to dismiss her because she was a female, but no, it really was they didn't want to battle her lyrical supremacy. That was, exactly. Yeah. They were scared. Saying that. I ain't embarrassed scared all these people. I'm scared. I don't, I'm not, <laughs> not going to at her. Um, Sonny, Straight number up. four. What do you got? MC Light. Oh, poor Georgie. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Storytelling. I need it. She's masterful storyteller. Yes. What, what like is, Slick Rick type, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> In depth story. What is it about that song yeah. that really got you, though? My 
older cousin put me on to it when I was younger. And I remember hearing it and us dancing to it. Kiss the girl. And seeing the video and, yeah. and the visual with the song. So it was right on part. You know, the boy had a drinking problem and all that. Got in the car, crashed his whip. Like, she had all it. <laughs> and it was a bunch yeah. of girls. Just, it was important as a little girl for me to see that on TV. Other girls, rappers. Just rapping. Yeah, and you know, not to put right. the just a card out there but they was just out there mobbing like i used to do with my cousins you know what i mean we listen to rap and dance mm-hmm. around and seeing that yeah. on tv was dope yeah that's a great <laughs> that's an absolutely great point because up to that point the visuals on hip-hop just guys and just male culture and male culture and hip-hop and she's one say no females listen to hip-hop too we're giving you money too exactly and we have our yeah, own culture to too. and that's a great thing and you know that's that's a great po- point sonny um, and it's great to get that perspective because I get it from a different perspective. I get it from guy side who doesn't necessarily hang in the in the in the stoops um, too much. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't talk about the one time the cop stopped me because I may or may have not been associated with the Lion Kings. Um, that's not a confirmation <laughs> or anything like that. Um, I'm, gonna go straight, I'm gonna go straight to my number four, um, and this is more of a cheeses time capsule type of song i go back to it a lot because it's one of is the song that introduced me to mc light it made me curious about her um remind and and this is like i didn't get into hip-hop to like really like my first entry to hip-hop was like pop goes the weasel um which is like okay like mid 80s 80s late 80s Mm -hmm. this is like the the really good good vibe type movement with um, native tugs right. and flavor unit and stuff like that. It mm-hmm. wasn't any, it, but my real love for hip hop ain't come to like Wu-Tang 36 chamber. And that's what people know who know the show. Um, right. That's what I resonate with. But this is one of the songs that fit well within this scope where I had no idea what she was talking about. I just know it felt mm-hmm. good. It made me curious and made me want to <laughs> research more about the environment I'm in. And that is Roughneck. Um, I had no idea what a roughneck uh, was. I don't know if I was a roughneck. <laughs> I don't know who was a roughneck. I had no idea what she was talking about. But the the chorus was 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 catchy. It was the beat was hard uh, as hell. Which Very at much. that point I was I was that was the sound I liked, and I could tell it was a hundred percent New York. And here's this uh, female MC who you could at times could easily not think is a female MC because of her voice. Talking about um, what she needed, her sexuality, and the way she liked mm-hmm. it, the what she found appealing, and that was even at a young age. Um, if I take away, at the beginning of me trying to liberate myself from some of my male oppression stuff, I was aware like this. I've never been introduced that ladies like things too like this was a strange thing at my naive age of like 12 or 13 like at this point i was fed to believe Mm. that it's a man's world right to so hear a perspective that no men that female actually have uh desires and and preferences of what they like was a startling idea for me and they had they had slang for this too. What's a roughneck? <laughs> like I, I know what a shorty is. Yo, shorty, I know what a shorty is. You know, I know what I know what that is. But to hear it from a from a very healthy, positive way, even then at my young age, I understood like this. This is a game changer. This this is what is this culture that I've that's been underneath my nose and why I was probably single the entire time during my junior, junior high school time because I had it all wrong. And and this is one of those songs that made me sh- understand different perspectives, but also the beauty of slang. It's like slang is, is, is a beautiful thing in its own self, but a roughneck is something that even now old school hip-hop knows what that is and is one of those terms I would love to see come back. And so I needed to put it on my list. It's one of the more popular songs for MC Light, but for me, and more of like what it did for me as a young, as a young uninitiated young man, um, it 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 was important for me to hear it. Uh, I can say that now, someone who's older, but back then I, I also recognized this was a daring thing, and the fact that they put it on the radio as well yeah. was also pretty daring, because um, they don't they don't they don't want to put that out there for whatever reason didn't sell or whatever but this is uh, one of her biggest records and i had a it had to be on my list just one for that but two for just really representing 
um, females in a way that I felt at that time and now was extremely important to give the voice in hip hop culture. It was, it was refreshing and, and I salute to that roughneck, my number four MC like, um, sir love day. I know my list yes. is already squishing your list. If we're going to rate that way, um, <laughs> and all, all that, um, what, where are you with number three? Cause I know at this point you you, you already are at a place where you're it, it's interchangeable for you. Cause I know where you revere these things. So, but where are you with number three? Yeah. Yeah, so I decided what I had to do is when I finally got to these last three, they were all incredibly close. I knew there was one that I always play and I replay and I replay. And I remember being a kid and hunting down the video and loving the whole like intro to the all video. All you had to do was order it on, on, uh, on the box. Just grab your, your mom's phone. Yeah, calling up. Look at the video, yep, call click up, the three numbers. And then, and then when your mom looked at the bill, be like, I don't know who did that, mom. That's all you had to do. The box. Yeah, Shout out to the box. It. My mom, my mom was highly upset about that. Yeah, we all did. Old school. If you don't know what the box is, but we're not going to tell you. Look it up. That's for old school cats. That's for us. That's how we did music videos and our parents paid for it. They didn't know. And that's why I put Black Moon on the map. (laughs) Black Moon Mm -hmm. should be giving a check to the box. So I ordered that Black Moon video over and over and over and over. Shout out to the box and shout out to uh, 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 Ralph McDaniels as well because he was up up on that stuff and still is. So we'll hope, we'll hope we might get him on the show. You don't know. I, I'm sorry. I had to I had to put it out there. I'm sure that's how we saw it. No, for sure. This is our YouTube before uh, YouTube. Yeah, long before. Um, but what I decided I had to go with number three was just that moment when you first heard rapping. Uh, when you first heard him seeing, you were like, all right, this is cool. Look at, they're just talking and it's just flowing, but everything rhymes and it just all sounds effortless and perfect. And the record to me that most represented that and that's always been up on my list is just the demonstration of how great rap can be is Cha Cha Cha. Yes. I just kicks it so effortlessly. The whole song there's no there's no demonstration that I'm thinking that she's trying that there is a display that there's any effort you could you could imagine her just sitting on a chair in the studio with the microphone just leisurely near her and she's just just kicking these drums out just just letting it go and it's so smooth and so effortless but it's also really, really, really dope and really intricate, uh, you know. And it's those complicated rhyme styles and those complicated flows and ways of structuring rhymes that were just being developed then that she's using right then super easily. Oh, straight up. <laughs> yeah, straight up. <laughs> like, uh, you know, Rock him and them get get credit uh, for for breaking up rhymes at the end of, of bars, you know, and, and putting, you know, the end of it right here, but then starting the next line right after it, putting inside yeah. rhymes, uh, you know, in, inside each bar, but Light was doing it. You know, I do get better, the voice gets wet. That's what inside the bar, you know I mean? That's not at the end of the bar rhyme. She's been doing it just as well as anybody else. And then the, the power of the great metaphors, you know, like I love that ending. I remember as a kid just being like, wait a minute i love how she just did that just kind of stopping it and wanting to to hear it back but of course the first few times that i'm hearing it i'm hearing it um over uh records that i'm not in control of <laughs> i don't have power over that record player i can't just walk up and touch it and i had to kind of wait and hope i hear it again but when i finally got it and got my cassette player and i was rewinding it over and over and over again my little walkman uh, with my headphones that were connected by a tiny piece of metal for some reason uh, that worked perfectly. And I would listen to that little line of the, um, what was it, my fingerprints are still on you. Uh, how many times I got to warn you about the light? It'll blind your sight, but the what? rhythm will still guide you through the night. I was like, she just, I love how she just flipped her name. Like she just, the light will blind your sight. The, but the rhythm will guide you through the, this ooh, this is this is serious and i've mm-hmm. listening to that over and over and over again like yo she is chilling and leisurely killing these bars over just 
throughout this entire song. I love it to death. It's it's still one of my favorite records. Anytime I'm playing uh, old school hip hop, uh, it's definitely up there. Anytime I got to talk about you know the legacy or the skills of hip hip hop, Cha 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 is one of those great demonstration records of just how rhymes have grown and how skillfully it can be done. Uh, so that's why it's up there as my number three. Uh, great pick, Sunny. That's a tough one, man. What do you yeah, got? Yes, number three. I got. I'm 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 stuck between cappuccino and not with a dealer. Listen, you can you, you can put you can th- put them both number three. Mm. But yeah, because not with a dealer. I grew up in the projects, Southwest Philly, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Village, child, the BVP. And the older kids just you know what I mean. Whoever was getting money off the crack game back in the day, they had the like six thousands out there rocking on the terrace. And they be banging, like, all the dudes be banging empty light stuff out of their cars. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that, that that goes to a memory. And, you know, sticking my head out the window, not my head, listening to what the older kids was listening to. So right, that's right. that hearing if, and seeing that kind of stuff. And if the, the project, about if the project was playing that yeah. out in the streets, that that's a lot of respect. Because project, project heads just don't play anything. They're very careful yeah. what they put out there. And so if they yeah. were playing MC Light, woo, mm-hmm. that's a testament. Niggas that leather trench coats with shotguns under them, I seen it <laughs> as a child. Playing <laughs> MC Light, the biggest drug dealers in the, you know what I mean, listening to that. So yeah. that was, so Cappuccino, I remember hearing that. And I was like, what the hell is Cappuccino? I didn't even know what it was back then. <laughs> it's a Wu-Tang Clan <laughs> member. <laughs> Word. <laughs> know what it was? So it like, made me want to look. What's, what's cappuccino? How what's a cappuccino? What That's what RZA called the uh, cappuccino when they ran out of names. Yeah, your name's cappuccino because <laughs> yeah, you're hot. Yeah. Yes, that's what they did. Yeah. But that was the not not with the deal. And of course, the cappuccino. I was like, yo, what's cappuccino? It made me want to learn. <laughs> See, isn't that the theme right now? Like MC Light is making us learn. She's using vocabulary yeah. like, what's cappuccino? What's a roughneck? Mm-hmm. I want cappuccino <laughs> with my roughneck while we're cool rocking the party. You know? Yeah. And then we could do the cha-cha. More. You know? It, we all go- Did I just put it all together? Look at that. I'm the jizz of this shit. <laughs> I'm going to go right into my number three. Um, and when I actually started making money off these SYP checks, um, what I did... <laughs> shout out to SYP who funded my uh, entire music catalog since the age of 13. Um, my, when I started collecting music, tapes, and CDs, and eventually mini-discs and vinyls. Um, the first MC Light album that I bought was Act Like You Know. It's the first one I bought, mm-hmm. because if I'm going to buy, I'm going to... I, I like to buy things that are a little older if I can see the progression. So if, mm-hmm. I, if I buy a Goody Mob album, I don't buy the latest. I buy the first one, and I, I work my way up into whatever is the latest release just i like to see the growth or in some people's case the degrade degradation like m&m's um yeah you start off After you, third album, I was done with them. you start off great and then we're like what happened um saying that he's still selling so um so my number three <laughs> is that title track um act like you know and it's one of those where mm. i don't think like rhythmically is anything special but that's uh-huh. what made it special. It was so minimal. Her approach to the song was right. so minimal and really, really concentrating on the words and how to say it that was more fascinating. She did more with less in that track than mm. people who, like Twister who would say a hundred million, a hundred things in one bar, but said absolutely nothing. She mm-hmm. said so much, doing so little. Do you know how good you have to be to give someone a full course meal with like three vegetables? That's it. Make, make me a masterpiece with this. And that's what she did. And I feel like people might overlook that song because it, it, it's not as striking as some of the other songs we've talked about. Right. But that's why it stuck out to me. It is that powerful. The minimal use, the minimal. Uh, she wasn't trying to speed race. She wasn't trying to be overly clever. She wasn't trying to be overly deep. It was. I'm gonna give you these these bars, 
in a very minimal package, but it's the it's right. what you need at that moment. And that is really right. hard to do. Now, one person who does this well, even though I'm not I'm a, not a big fan, is Tupac. Tupac is like Tupac is not like the best MC, but my dude knew he how to he knew how to use words and put impact in them. And that's why he's so iconic. Absolutely. Right? And he I gotta respect that. There was no hidden messages. He was just like no. straightforward. But he was minimal. Yeah. Uh, like so when people could say to me he's a great MC, I'm not gonna knock that. I think his he's his he's he connects to an audience. That was greater yeah. than anyone mm-hmm. else. But MC Light was doing that same thing on that track, Act Like You Know. And Act Like You Know was like, Act Like You Know, I'm the shit. That's what she's right. saying. In case you didn't know. Stop, in case you <laughs> didn't People know. Give me mine. <laughs> and I'm not going to be mm-hmm. overly complex or deep like Rakim. I'm not going to be preachy like, like KRS-One. I'm going to be me, right. minimal, condensed, to your face, straight to your juggler. She knew who she was. She knew how to deliver it, and it was never compromised. And that's why I love this track so much. Act Like You Know, my number three off the Act Like You Know album, Sir Love Day. Number yes. two. Where, where you oh, got? man. We're, we're, we're here. We're, we're approaching we're here. the number one. Yeah. So these are the last two that are duking it out. This one, once I got down to these two, it was pretty simple for me. I already knew what my number one was going to be, which means I knew who had to be number two. Um, and this is a tough one, but still, I knew who it had to be. It's got to be as great of a record as it is. I still got to put it number two. Light as a rock. Yeah. What a phenomenal record. <laughs> this thing from start to finish just drives. Just pushes, just keeps going. The the drums are stupid. The the wonderful little talk down at the beginning is amazing. Uh, it's classic. I can't mm-hmm. count the number of times that I've gone back and forth with either my brother or a cousin doing, depending on which one of us is going to be who, going out. Do you understand the metaphoric phrase, light as a rock? <laughs> doing the whole back and forth. All the time, yes, my brother. But I would consider like I've done that a thousand times because this record is so dope. The drums are stupid. This is one of those records definitely inspired me as a percussionist to really want to to understand how they did this, what this is, how how it can be done, how it can be done better. I had to be able to play this. I had to be able to figure out how to do this on a on a lunchroom table. Uh, and then I had to transfer that to some real instruments later on. And of course, as I've said a thousand times, she's rhyming her face off. Just, just <laughs> incredible, incredible rhymes from start to finish. Like it's it's stupid how she's doing it. It's, it's not one of those. Uh, it's not a subject. It's not. I'm focused on a particular topic. This is that. I'm just gonna give you incredible demonstrations of how great I am as an MC. I don't need no constrictions. I don't need no boundaries. I don't need no lines. I'ma just go. And I'ma jump from how you're whack to how I'm great to how what's <laughs> happening over here is, is wonderful. How what's happening over there is terrible. I'ma tell you all about everything that's going on. I'ma tell you about the music. And the most important thing that you're gonna take away at the end of this is how dope I am. Because I'm just gonna keep pounding that point across your face. Uh, and that's what she did for the whole record. There's not a line of this that I don't know. This entire song front to back. Uh, and this goes back to those times when we really valued knowing all the lyrics. Uh, yep. <laughs> it was a, it was a badge of honor <laughs> to know every line. And if you was out there, we was playing a record, and you out there before, come through the door, you was laughed at. Well, if you do that now, you might get a record contract, though. <laughs> right. Now your name starts with little. You just dye your hair, get a couple of tattoos. Right. Respect. No effort. Rapper. Yeah, it's like... You uh, know, pick, pick a legend and just be like, oh, yeah, nah, you know, KRS-One is whack. And just pick just somebody that's, the, that's better than you. And you got a you got a million dollars, but you take the name of a popular prescription drug, just cut it in half, and put the name Little in it, and you got yourself a yeah. career. <laughs> Call me Little Rit. What's Rit for? Riddle. That's right. That's right. Little Rit. 
go crazy on you. That's little what that means. Little Viagra. <laughs> little Vi- li- little Vig. <laughs> little Vig. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, there goes the audience. Hey, we 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 kid because we could, and if you don't like our opinion, you're on the wrong podcast. We're not gonna we're not gonna appease you because we got opinions. Yeah. What we want you to do is, is check out MC Light and everybody else we've been talking about, for you could get that right. education because we want you to win. All you little littles, we want you to win. But yeah. man, stop disrespecting Tupac. Well, I, that's my job. Jeez, <laughs> let me talk about the walking contradiction that is Tupac. Let me do it. Um, let's, let's go with number let two. Who's listened to every album to talk about whether or not he's walked. I did. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> I, I can't erase it. Sunny, uh, number two. What do you got? MC Light, Light with a Y, not with a I G H T. No, no, no. Never get it confused. I am the light. <laughs> yeah, go it was for so it. aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> Must I- Say it again. I say it before. Why move out the way when I'm coming through the door? Like, get out the way, you phony. Beat it. It, it seemed like she was coming at the, at the record industry to me. Like, true. It was just true. like, I'm, get out of my way. Yeah. <laughs> she and, she, and she probably was because mm-hmm. at that point her label was trying to really change it to do something else. So that yeah. probably was a, a direct thing. Um, man, mm. and that what, count. Never will I be an MC called the one to be. I am the light L Y T E. She spelled it for you, just in case you didn't know. That's crazy. Like people who spell their names in a rhyme. Like first of all, to think of the idea to spell it out. Like I'm not that creative. Like how would you? <laughs> I've I've tried. I've tried and I failed. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> so that you won't see that on the question our compilation. No. no, she's done it a bunch. If she goes mm-hmm. to, into her name, she does it well. She's done it from L Y T E to the the scratch the L Y T E. They've done that to the L to the Y to the T to the E. She's, she's done it a billion different ways. Uh, she's nice with hers. There's there's no question in it. Saying mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go right into my number two because you know since she likes to like. Go in on people from time to time, and she's not very careful about mm-hmm. it. One of my favorite songs is pretty much the same thing, but she's really going after the opposite sex, and that's Paper Thin. Uh, Paper Thin is one of my mm-hmm. absolute favorite MC Light mm-hmm. tracks. Actually, my number one. <laughs> foreshadowing right there. But Paper Thin for mm-hmm. me was that track that really talked about the stuff that we went through as young people, especially like in, when I went high school and people get dubbed and then, you know, guys are so sensitive right. when they get rejected and then they start calling the female bitch and whatever. And I'm like, and now when I'm older, I'm like, yo, you, 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 you took your shot, you missed and now you mad at them. Yeah. That don't make no mm-hmm. sense. So I'm she's sorry, like, sir, I don't want to have sex with you just because, because you have a penis, all right? I'm sorry, I don't like that. Yeah, I, heard, <laughs> I heard you had a left hook on your penis. You I, I just don't want you rubbing on my walls. That's it. I mean, that's a right. reasonable request. So for me, it was one of those things where she took an idea. Things that people go every day. They go through this every day. And she put it on a song. And at that point in hip-hop, people were good at storytelling and metaphors and stuff. But when they really talked about something where everybody could resonate with that, story that's what paper thin is we all shot our shot we all been rejected we all seen people get rejected and be like why are you acting like that and we also seen people like the way mc light is like yo don't i can't hang with you because you soft you you you're paper thin you i i she's all about the roughneck she's not into that stuff so it was it was just one of those songs that for me uh i love to hear songs that catch me off guard in terms of like wow these everyday conversations happen and someone put it on wax. Not these like gunfights and stuff like I love my storytellings on violence and stuff like that, but you, I don't go through that every day. I just go right. through it from time to time in my life. But mm-hmm. this stuff on of like on occasions like love and like right now my, my wife is is rubbing my nipples to get me to finish up the show so we could, you know, enjoy the evening. Right? That's what you're doing right now. But I can't be paper thin about it, right? So for me it's no. that's yeah. where this song is important in terms of like 
taking everyday conversation. Another song that's like that that's not MC Light but popped in my head is the main song from The Lost Boy, Renee, is like that too. Is um, right. taking a, a great, that's another great storytelling song. Oh, but it, it's Absolutely. one of those things that it falls in that field for me. It's a great storytelling that everybody can relate to. And it's and, mm-hmm. and it's very hard as well, and I loved it. Um, number two, paper thin. Sir Love Day. We're here, number one. Uh, we're right. we number one in the in, in the hearts of the audience. If it's your first time checking out the show, thank you for checking out the show. Um, subscribe. Do us a favor. Yeah. Subscribe. iTunes, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Play Stitcher Radio. Um, let people know. Most importantly, if you want to be on the show. We, we don't care if you have one follower, a thousand followers, whatever. We don't care. You want right. to talk hip-hop, you don't like what we had to say, you like what you said or what we said, you're welcome to come on the show. Podcast at gmail.com. Let us know. We'll schedule schedule Please. in. We, we have uh, the Big Pun series coming up next. We will have special guests yep. for that. Um, we always have special guests. And we're international because some of our biggest fans are from Kuwait, are from from Ireland, it, it's so we are growing, but we want you to grow with us, um, and that's important. And we're gonna anybody who comes on the show will be getting uh, get swag from us for free. So we're gonna be sending something to Sunny, and we send something to everybody. Um, but let's go right into our number one, Sir Love Day. We're here. Oh, man. What do you got? While my wife well, is was... touching my nipples. There was no question for me. Stop what this squeezing one so hard. Was. Stop squeezing so hard, baby. Thank you. Light it up. Thank <laughs> it's, you. The, it's the record that I always play. I always go to. I hunted this video down. Uh, we've already discussed it. Uh, it's Paper Thin. Uh, <laughs> is, to me, without a question, hands down, her best song. Uh, for me, it's the song for late. It's the record. Um, not well, just because of, you know, what she's talking about, but really when you get into it and you actually analyze the song, it's super well done. One of the things that I came to learn or came to appreciate about hip hop is, you know, the difficulty that it takes to write in certain styles, absolutely. right? So you have guys who can write, um, super, uh, conjunctive, you know, where it's just pieces of thought. And you kind of have to spit it and, and live with it a bit to really understand what the thought process they were going for through that was. You know, a guy like MF Doom can give you such sort of references from here, there, and all over the place. But you kind of really have to listen to it to absorb what they're saying. Um, mm-hmm. But one of the more difficult things to do as a rapper, probably the most difficult thing to do, is to, one, deliver a clear, concise point or story, stay on topic, about the Absolutely. entire record and do it in a conversational matter where you're not pulling out a bunch of the regular pieces of conversational English. You're not removing prepositions. You're not moving uh, the way that the sentences are supposed to be structured if you were just talking. But you're actually still talking as if you were just having a conversation with me, but you've managed to make sure that entire conversation rhymed from start to finish. And that's precisely what she does with Paper Thin. Uh, when you listen to it, there's not a whole bunch of like complex metaphors and stuff all over the place. She's just talking to you and telling you precisely what's happening, but it's rhyming perfectly all the way through. It's mm-hmm. super relaxed. Um, it's There's no real stretch or complication. There isn't a bunch of stretching of words like we hear all the, all the time now. We will stretch and blur and twist the pronunciation of a word. Uh, just to make sure it rhymes at the end of the bar. Nope. I've done it. <laughs> None of that. Just, I'm going to go ahead and just break everything down for you bit by bit, all the way through. And she's she's doing it with this simple tale uh, that's pretty much just like, hey, uh, I just want you to understand how I operate in a relationship. I just need you to know that I'm not with that that the way that you're approaching the way that you're handling this it's not me uh and along the way there's such great uh uh, moments in this song that become just snapshots and permanently used in history how many times have you done the hit the road sam don't you come back no more no more no more how many times (laughs) have uh, she integrated it perfectly 
the the um in one hand right out the other all this mumbo jumbo that little scratch <laughs> lover was brilliant right. perfect and who in the world incorporates a scratched up word into a rhyme <laughs> but she did it <laughs> before you know guys like Eminem were making it making their whole career doing onomatopoeic rhymes uh, she was putting it straight into her bars in, in the 80s back in this is what 88 this is the first album if I'm not mistaken this is the first to album, jump yeah. out punch you in the face uh, with this incredible record and then she ends it off like yeah this was all just I'm just putting it out there like that just left it just alright yo that's it paper thin word up <laughs> like <laughs> walks away from the re- walks away from the record yo know, like checking out <laughs> special desiccation to my DJ <laughs> K Rock like that like, that's it <laughs> No, like, no rebuttal. There is no rebuttal. Just delivered it in the video. Who's gonna follow it? Nobody. (laughs) I'm I'm working on it, Sonny. I'm working on it. Give me a few years. (laughs) Then the video is just another side of the slap because it's just straight up pulls up in a car, gets out. All right, let's go into this translation right here. Yeah, let's do it right here. And get the train station, and just, just filming it in the, on the train ride, just smooth, just like we're Brooklyn, right? <laughs> like, We don't need your permits, <laughs> right? Straight up, and killed it. It was amazing from start to finish. It's it's one of those great super demonstrations. Just yeah, this is super great hip hop. This is it. This is what you want. Hey, sir, uh, yeah. I just finished saying everything you just said. My number two, but you just said it a lot better. But I'm gonna take credit for everything you just said, just because it sounds better. <laughs> we all on one accord, I think. But you got yeah, it. Great number one. Yeah, uh, yeah. Now my number two, your number one, and Sunny. Do you I'm have it? Number one. You have it. Number and one. Where are you with paper thin? Listen, man. She was like, listen. I'm not the kind of girl that's gonna play a man out. Like, I want to get to know you first. Like, stop with all the the backhanded. Like, I know you're trying to say whatever you're trying to say to hit. I'm not with that shit. I gotta get to know you first. First of all, <laughs> right. that's what I hear. Cause you know, all girls aren't like, oh, like some of us are a little rough around the edges, but we're still women. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we still want boys too. So I can relate to that, especially hearing that as a teenager. Like. I was like, just let me do my thing. Like, I'm not in a rush to sleep with you, bro. Like, yeah. Let me let me get to know you. <laughs> so that's the perspective I'm coming from in that song. But she wrote that beat like Silver Surfer, just gliding in there. <laughs> Ice man with the Sunny seat. ready with the pause. <laughs> she, she just She just went Chino X. She just wrote that masterfully. It was from start to finish. It was just like it, it was seamless. It was it was it was great. Yeah, it's a perfect yeah. song. I, if all yeah. three of us have us had it ranked that high, if you listen to the show, go to Paper Ten and 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 check it out. I'm gonna go right into my number one. It's completely biased because I'm cheese, you know, and I do things biasly, and I don't give a shit. It's my show, and I'll do what I want. It's gonna be Brooklyn, <laughs> my number one MC Light song because I needed a song that represent where I came from, and MC Light gave it to me with one of the craziest beats. Of all time, that beat is so 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 iconic that even LL and the stupid Trackmasters took it uh, and reused it for his Mr. Smith album, which I was very upset about, but I was still happy. But they should have gave her more credit for it, and she should have been the female on that song. But that's a different. I digress. That's a whole different other thing. But for Brooklyn, she just came in and said, "Yo, I'm Brooklyn," and man, mm-hmm. did I love that. Because I'm a Brooklyn guy, and the more and man, you at that time and at that moment in hip hop, Brooklyn could arguably, mm-hmm. and I gotta sit down and look at really look at it before I put it. But Brooklyn had the flag for a long time. You had Big, you had Light, right. you had Most Def, Talib Kweli, Jay Z bubbling up. You had the entire Duck Down. I mean, like, mm-hmm. and then you got this song that says Brooklyn. With an <laughs> ill, ill beat, and you, and your right. flow was all 
Brooklyn, how is it not going to be my number one? I'm, 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 I would admit I'm absolutely biased. Course, I was yeah. 100% East Coast. <laughs> Fuck the West Coast because I'm an East Coast guy and I refuse to surrender that win to the to the West Coast. Even though the West Coast... Was, he even, left uh, Rock the Bells because Snoop Dogg was the opener at uh, That's Rock right. And I got respect for that because the war no. was real. <laughs> at least for me it was. I only do West I only do East Coast. We left. It was like, nah. Yeah. How dare you do a diss track New York, New York on us We have an LA, LA response to you back That's how it was So when that song came out I'm like yeah Let's get add another clip to the war I'm good with this Even though the West Coast got a pretty good lineup now I can you know I'm a big Earl right. Sweatshirt guy So you know I, I, I meddled out with my age I meddled out But I won't get I won't give the South the win I won't do it I'll surrender to the West But I won't do it to the South Oh <laughs> Fuck that regional shit. <laughs> East Coast all day. This is Crush A Lot Podcast. I'm your boy Cheese. Shout out to Sir Love Day. Shout out to Sonny for jumping on the show. Ladies first <laughs> series up and going. MC Light, check her out. Shout out to Farah, DJ Bonita out in Kuwait. Check out, check her out in the ladies first series with Missy Elliott. Uh, we got up next Carolina Martinez out in Texas. We're going to do our top five female hip-hop albums and then we're gonna close it all up me and sir love day we're gonna bow down and yeah. pay respect to the queen the queen latifah we're gonna wrap it up and then we're gonna do our big pun capital punishment um hell yeah oh, we're gonna too. have chris rivers we're gonna have star rios we're gonna have the family on that's right because we got connects that way we're gonna do that also uh, subscribe right now crush a lot podcast shout out to everyone hey if you agree or disagree with the way the world is being run be vocal, show compassion, be empathetic. That's the way to go. We salute you and we'll see everyone down the road. Peace.